0: On this week's episode of Double Strap Podcast, we're going to talk about how we want Cass to boop us so hard. Just boop that forehead, Cass.
1: <laughs> and send me an angel, just not your eel.
0: <laughs> oh, oh. oh, yeah. Enjoy that Rickroll. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do this. Are we doing this? Yeah.
1: devil's trap podcast season four episode 16 on the head of a pin i am diana i'm liz
0: i didn't do a weird intro that time what are you looking at you me like did it. But you're just perky man and like i know you're not feeling that perky right now so I'm like you're just like ah, fuck it i'm so blogged that i'm gonna be perky to like mm, no. i can't do that <sighs> i think i have to <sighs> save up that that side that frontage yeah, for the next week. Just yeah. Well, what have you been
1: up to? We just got out of you know it's, we had a holiday weekend this past weekend and uh, so short work weeks kind of. But
0: yeah, I I don't. <laughs> I was like, I have no idea what I did this weekend. I know I got plants, Yay, plants. and I put them in the ground, and one of them's already flowering. It's very ambitious. I'm very proud of it. Uh, I got some. I got some cute succulents and um, went to this really cool like organic. I don't know a nursery place in Austin that has a goat there's probably, supposedly goat there's pictures. two goats I got goat yeah. pictures there's, but there's one goat and they have like chickens that have really great legs they're like have lots of feathers on them they're pretty good um and that was my big outing for the weekend I think yeah. I planned to do other things but I, I worked a lot yeah. yeah and then also like lay on my couch and watch British game shows mm-hmm. that's what fun. about you yeah I uh, I feel like I feel like I didn't
1: do much. I mean, it was I had a lot of things go on. Uh, I don't, you know, I don't really share it with you guys. But uh, it's been kind of like when it rains, it pours kind of a scenario. It's like like oh can something go wrong here yes i will uh for the last couple like i literally say like the last month it's been probably like that (laughs) it feels like it at least so it's just and and everything's fine everybody's fine except for the fact that it's beating my soul down and i want to go crawl into my bed and tell the world to fuck off because i am mentally exhausted from it
0: you can also do that I give you permission I'm to crawl not into not your good. bed, but then, but then I feel bad about myself for up.
1: doing nothing, and so it spirals because I am. Neurotic. I know,
0: and then you go into the guilt shame. Yes, I. I am very well. I. I am a queen of the that. That's <laughs> yeah. that cycle, but yeah. It's however, so. you are still and like, and sometimes you just have to sit there, and I do this all the time. Like, where I was like, if like you can take ten minutes to sit in this bath, like that is so. fine. You are allowed to do yeah. this, and then I'm like. Has your life become so ridiculous that you have to yell at yourself that it's okay for you to sit here for like 10 minutes and take a goddamn bath?
1: Well, I, I did that for myself yesterday. Um, I did at the end of ended my weekend basically with uh, a few, uh, a couple about an hour in the pool with a book. It was yeah, pretty lovely. So that part was lovely, and a and a pina colada were three. So I mean, that was a nice way to to finish off, you know, some time. But yeah, so that was. I've allowed some of that as well. It's just been, you know, and then I, and then I cleaned up shit vomit after that because, and it, it's just like it sounds. In case you're wondering, because I have dogs that are stupid. <laughs> so you know, it's like, oh, finally relax. This is so
0: great. Oh, gross. But yeah, you know. Well, what can you do, we're can you do? Go there
1: it's life, nope. it's life. We're,
0: we're ending that conversation you right. that. so for, um, for that nope nope uh, we're, <laughs> diana's done okay so this episode <laughs> what are you drinking uh i am uh because of the number
1: of beverages <laughs> i had over this weekend i decided that it and i'm already sleepy i decided uh, another cherry coke cherry vanilla coke zero sounded appropriate for this evening so i'm being a little, a little lame here but drinking my delicious soda
0: yeah, I am drinking wine because I keep like seeing people drink wine on TV, and I'm like, that looks delightful, <laughs> but I really can't do that right now. And then I'm like, but that oh, that's not. Nice. So I am just saying, fuck it, and I'm drinking um, one of the Graveyard Vineyards, Ooh. and it is their uh, their petite Uh So mm-hmm. one of our our local wineries, although the 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 wine itself comes to California their tasting room is here so whatever sure. Sure. it's fucking local i'll take it all right uh anything else no, oh, anything going on. yeah news seems kind of slow Or i just haven't looked
1: oh, both and both <laughs> are possible we're gonna go not looked <laughs> um no um yeah let's, let's let's jump into this episode though i think we've got uh, some it's a fairly emotional episode to unpack i would say
0: yeah. So uh, the title was On the Head of a Pen. This was season four, episode 16th. It first aired March 19th, 2009. Uh, this was directed by Mike Roll, um, who we had before Usual Suspects, Folsom Prison, Bedtime Stories. Also, the director of The Princess, which is Less We Forgot. Uh, I will say that every time because I think that is the most impressive credit to anybody. Uh, written by Ben Edland. And yeah, we're going to start off. With car alarms annoyingly going off, and I was, while like this is happening, I was like having, I was having so a day, annoying. and I was just like, "Fuck you! Turn off these goddamn car alarms." Well,
1: then you realize it's a massive car wreck, so it's not like just the yeah. alarms going off. But I can relate I a little bit to your annoyance because Castiel walks up and he like does his angel magic, and all the alarms shut off. And I'm like, "That's tr- that's the trick I want. That is my magic. That is my superpower. <laughs> that is what I need."
0: Exactly. Diana. So we found Diana's superpower (laughs) and it is to turn off car alarms.
1: Apparently. well, there's like near my office, there's an apartment complex and somebody's, I feel like at least every other day, someone's alarm goes off unnecessarily for a long time.
0: But yeah. So, anyways, and uh I mean it would be a pretty good one. I mean, and or like you can imagine like to turn off like you could even do it so you could turn off alarm clocks in someone else's Ooh. room, like if you're in like an apartment or a hotel and, and someone neighbor. has that alarm that's just going off, and then you're wondering if they're dead, and that's why they're not turning off their alarm, and then you sit there like, were they murdered? Do I need to call the cops?
1: And then you're just mad because you're awake and they're not.
0: Yep. Or they like really just like that asshole left his house and like didn't. Oh, or the worse is uh even worse than that, just like hotel alarm clocks when I was in LA a couple weeks ago. Somebody left the hotel like alarm clock in the by the bed and it went off at 6 a.m. Oh,
1: wow. that's rude.
0: Yeah, if I could haunt somebody, I would track that person down and haunt them
1: at 6 a.m. every day for the rest of their life.
0: Um exactly
1: so we got castiel walking through this wreckage from like this massive car pileup, up
0: and Wait, what did we, you say what did you call him did you call him castiel Ca- castiel castiel i What's don't that know that? you got very very got very uh, new in costume no castiel castiel. Castiel, is.
1: Ca- castiel is walking through this wreckage and you see a blonde woman on the ground dressed in white and um she is very very clean compared to her surroundings being a big car wreck mess and uh she has a big like a bloody wound on her chest looks kind of like a puncture wound of some kind that's bleeding and he says
0: it rises
1: and the cops pull up and as they is zoom- that
0: about his penis <laughs> no no that's I mean,
1: not
0: he's very not no. specific very okay we don't know what's rising Um,
1: so something's rising um but as they're zooming away you notice that this blonde woman this deceased blonde woman is laying in the same exact position as um as mom and and sam's ex and all that so it's like this that carry on of that curse i
0: guess okay
1: only she's not on the on the ceiling
0: okay that's what you saw? That's what I saw. You didn't see the big giant wings on the ground.
1: No, I missed them.
0: I guess I had a big
1: <laughs> I guess I
0: had a I guess I had a glare. That's what I noticed.
1: <laughs> I uh, was so, so focused uh, on how she was laying and taking notes and looking at the <laughs> and looking at the cops rolling up. I missed it.
0: Wow. Yeah. Okay, so she pants back, and this is something that will come into purpose later in this episode. And, spoiler maybe in the future sure. um so they as they pan up from her we, we notice her body position but also she has two very large black wings that are like the sides of like oversized black wings that are all like basically ashed into the scorched into the ground yeah <laughs> so that and castiel saying goodbye sister we know oh bitch is an angel all right mm. cool
1: so we cut to Sam and Dean driving, Sam's driving um down uh, the driving baby down a country road and they are going to meet Ruby and Cheyenne for leads on Lilith. And
0: yeah. and Sam's really trying to like pump Dean up for this. He's like, "Yeah, we're going to meet Ruby and it's fine because blah blah blah." And like Dean is like, "It's like when that person gets invited to your vacation that like, you don't want to go and you're just like, "Yeah, man, it's fine." it's cool Dean. Like, I, he's just like whatever like i'm just really pissed off because pamela is dead and yeah. you should be too fuck you guys avenge pamela
1: yeah and um seems like look i'm just really tired he's, he's tired of burying friends and he's just tired in general and sam tells him that i need you to get angry
0: so anyways. no I want to be tired. And I think he is angry. Like, yeah, I can be angry and tired. I am right now. In fact. All right. So they go to a motel.
1: And guess who's waiting for them in their room? But Castiel and Uriel.
0: Of course. Yeah. Yeah. And Dean's just like, oh, come on. And I was like, man, I feel you. And I imagine, Diana, with the week you had, like, also the kind of, like, we just like, come on. And it was just like, oh, like, this is going to be my meme probably for the rest of this week. And I encourage all of you to take this as your, as your gift, as your meme for this week. Just Um, come on.
1: Come on. So and Sam's like, look, we just got back from Pamela's funeral. Remember her, motherfuckers. Uh, anyways, and he Dean goes off about it, and he's like, you know, the, the woman whose eyes you burned out, blah blah. Um, and Uriel's like, mm, no, you should be grateful to us. Sorry, and but Castile actually tries to empathize, and it's like, look, I know, I know, we're asking a lot, and it sucks, but Uriel's like, no, no, we don't feel bad. Fuck you, seven angels are dead. Oh, so. No. Dean's like, uh, and you need, and they they, and they think a demon did it. And Dean's like, uh, you need our help hunting a demon the fuck. So, um, they're like, no, we, we have Alistair because last episode they got him. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but he won't talk to us. So we want Dean to torture, interrogate him because Dean taught or trained under him in torture. So this yeah, is real fucked. fucking dark. So yeah, you're the thing that like fucked you up mentally that that you know, is like yeah. your own personal like, hell on top of being an actual hell. We need you to do that again, but for God. That's
0: for God. Yeah, cool. Right. Like, I mean, I know, like you said, you had some PTSD about this. There was some trauma or whatever. Yeah. And you know, you don't feel, Oh, but you know, I mean, God wants you to do it. And like, Oh, on top of that, like,
1: you know, we, even if you say no, we're gonna make you do it. So it's fine. It's fine. Yeah,
0: you don't. You don't have free will. That's just that's just not a thing. And so we're gonna zap you away. Yeah. So they zap Flip, them and they're gone. And they're Sam's gone. all alone. Sam's alone. Flip, Flip, is, damn it. is <laughs>
1: <It's> pretty funny. <laughs> um. So they're in like this creepy ass warehouse thing where they have Alistair chained to a devil's trap basically surrounded by a devil's trap.
0: Kinda. Yeah, it basically is like a you know, it's a six-pointed star like a star of david or anything and it's surrounded by old Enochian symbols. Fucking Enochian, whatever. And you know, and this is like it my node. you can tell mm, what year it was. It made me think of Ooh. Noki. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah okay <laughs> although i ate dominoes yesterday and oh. i feel like i've had a brick stomach sit, like oh, just no. the entire day which is yeah. like what i get for eating just like fake cheese and fake meat or whatever like yeah i process, really process eat, process process <laughs> process and my stomach is like fuck you so but yeah that so is. when i was like my notes for this i'm like dean tries to leave uriel blah 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 <laughs> Because i'm just so tired of uriel
1: oh but dean's like look you're at this is too much you can't ask me to do this this is way too much and and uh, well uriel gives no fucks and he's just an asshole because duh he's uriel castiel's like look no, i know this is a lot to ask um but we have to ask it and and it's not a choice here and he's like "Mm," dean's like "Mm, i need to talk to you by yourself sorry and so uh and there, there is one moderately humorous exchange here where Castiel tells Dean that Uriel is the funniest angel in the garrison. Yeah, which is,
0: and oh. well, you know, this is after Dean asked uh, asked Uriel to get donuts, and he and Uriel's like, oh, I think I'm sorry, I like you, and then yeah. I flap off. Yeah, flap so off. but yes, Uriel. Every okay. ask anybody, Uriel's the funniest angel in the garrison.
1: So, mm. so anyways. Um, Castiel tells Dean that, look, I'm I'm in trouble. I've been showing emotion. I have, obviously, I have developed, you know, some fondness towards you. And this, you know, doesn't, this is bad for me as an angel and in my job. And Dean is, like, real sad. And he's, and it, Castiel says, look, this is necessary. I, I would do anything to not have to have you do this. But I don't have a choice. So Dean goes for it.
0: Yeah. And, you know, I do have it here. You, Dean's just like, you know, if I do this, you're not going to like what comes back. And I really wish that Cass had said, I don't like you now. But he Mm. didn't. I was disappointed. (laughs) You you had that opportunity. Um, But yeah, so they're gonna go off and dean's gonna get a rolling cart just full of torches yeah. and i'm like fuck yes give me that that looks like fun mm-hmm. it's like it's got all sorts of little potion things on it and little sticky stuff and things you could poke things with pokey things and sharp things. things and and you know uh, probably fiery things and, and sandpapery things
1: so he goes, he walks in and Alistair is singing, but then just starts laughing when he sees the cart and realizes what Dean is there to do. Um, so Dean says, why are you asks him the question? He's there to ask uh, who is killing angels and Alistair just taunts him. And this is basically like half of my notes are like Alistair taunts Dean. Alistair
0: <laughs> which is pretty much fun. yep and it's pretty and i say i have the same it's really just this torturer dance right mm-hmm. and you kind of see this trope anytime like two bad, one badass is torturing another badass and like the person being tortured is like oh this doesn't bother me like but who does Did yeah. you they go back and forth and so like there's a whole bunch of shit that goes on but we get to a really interesting point during this evil monologue that's going on when Alistair finally says, I bet you want payback for mm-hmm. what I did to you and your daddy. And your dum, daddy. Dum, mm-hmm. dum. So we now your know daddy. that
1: Alistair, Alistair
0: also tortured John. What? No. Well, I don't know. We can't find out. We'll find out next because we're going to come to Sam and Ruby oh, okay. uh,
1: in the motel. And she's like all annoyed because she can smell the angels for there. And she's like, she's I still don't wanna be- she's just she still like, doesn't yeah, want yeah, to be in the yeah, mix yeah. of that. Mm-hmm.
0: Angels smell. I don't want to be with angels. Meh. I don't think there's anything wrong with torturing angels. Mm-hmm. And you're right. Like there's that not- or torturing demons or whoever. I don't know what that was, but.
1: Yeah. So I Sam's like, oh, no, but Dean can't do this. He's not strong enough. I need you to take me to him. And so we yeah, cut and back. This is
0: also real weird too. Like this is like, to me, that is like such an egotistical thing for Sam to say. Like He really like,
1: doesn't have a lot of faith in Dean these days. It's very weird. Yeah. It's just very, like, no, like, you can't
0: do it. It's me. Yeah. So we cut back
1: and Alistair is still talking about John to Dean. And that basically, and this is where this, I think it like, I mean, already this, it's dark that Dean's doing this, obviously because it's a big ass this is where it starts taking a real fucking dark turn and i think this is kind of like just sets the tone for the rest of the episode which is really kind of (laughs) sad that's what i think about it so um alistair tells dean that he made john the same offer that dean was made and um but dean broke after 30 years john didn't break for a hundred and, and he never
0: broke he never broke yeah he never broke they they rescued him from hell before yeah, that happened.
1: before he before he had to before yeah. he broke to alistair's torture so and then dean came but then dean was in hell and and alistair made him the offer for 30 years and uh, and dean broke so john was the stuff of heroes but dean not so much basically
0: yeah, he also calls him daddy's little girl, which is kind of gross. Yeah. And also just the way that, I mean, Alistair and uh, David, what's his name? Uh, the guy who played him. Sorry. I, it's very, playing it's, Alistair. I'm very tired. It's late. Like, yeah. It's Chris Hiredall. Um, Christopher Hiredall. Uh, yes yeah and he really has a lot of interesting interesting things to say about the scene and just interacting with jensen ackles and Mm -hmm. and if really this is fantastic acting that is happening what's going back and forth between them is it's It's very well done. i don't know it's very well done i think they play very well together um it's over the top but not too much at the same time it's like what it's dark (laughs) yeah it's Yeah, like you said, it's dark.
1: So Dean tells Alistair, though, that he could still dream even when he was in hell, which I thought was interesting. But that and that, but that also, also, he dreamt of doing this, which was torturing him. So he gets a syringe full of holy water and says, let's get started. <laughs> so... Um,
0: I mean, do yeah. you think, I mean, I guess probably you would not be the person to answer this. But I mean, in a way, would this bring him closure, right? To be able to turn the tables back on alistair
1: i think that he might try to rationalize that in some ways in his brain but i don't think so i think it would actually not i think it would actually bring things back exacerbate it yeah yeah it's like one of those things like sometimes you think like some of being petty Well, but But you think sometimes you think like getting revenge in some way is going to make you feel better and then really it just opens the wound again
0: yeah and that's the theme of like a lot of a lot of myths and allegories and TVs and, and movies that revenge is not always what is cracked up to be. No. Now. no but at yeah. the same time, like is somebody torture my ass in hell for a bunch of years, this also seems like a lot of fun. All right. So he's got his his big syringe, but we're gonna cut away from him to Cass. Mm-hmm. alone in the room, listening to this happen. So we know he's aware of like what's going on, and he's yeah. just standing
1: there Listening. yeah and we hear Ooh. cut back and alistair's like sputtering kind of like um, um, struggling obviously with the holy water injection but tells dean to go to hell and won't answer his questions <sighs>
0: so back, back to the motel to, yeah so ruby's doing this do really like this. cool spell yeah that's yeah, a cool like fucking spell like yeah. why can't ruby be like this all the time like oh, I don't know. She's
1: doing a badass spell and she's being all snarky but cool about it and she's got this yep. map. She says this incantation and it the whole map catches on fire and Sam's like, oh shit, it's fucked up. And she's like, nah, motherfucker, watch this. And the map fire goes out except for the one spot where they are, which is supposed to tell them where Dean, Castile and Uriel, and Alistair are.
0: Which is awesome because you yeah. know, just like, I love the way this is done. And I also think like her black eyes, like look really good in the scene. Like they don't look like as freaky as it normally would. Like they just kind of blend. It's yeah. almost like dark willow and Buffy, mm. like in a way, just like, yeah, yeah I kind of like this dark magic thing that's happening. But mm. then um, um things oh, are going to, they're going to get weird. They're going to get weird. So So Sam
1: tells Ruby, "It's been weeks. I need it." And I'm like, "Wait, what? what? The fuck does he need?" And then so she climbs on his lap, and I'm like, "Mm, "Is this? Tell me this is not about demon pussy." That's all I'm thinking,
0: (laughs) (laughs) because I don't know. And I'm like,
1: (laughs) she's getting all sexy up on his shit. Like, what is going on? (laughs) (laughs)
0: Well, <laughs> <But> like <laughs> this is we're in a very different direction. Like, <laughs> well, what am I? What am I supposed to think? Fair, fair, fair. I'm saying <laughs> this went to very American Gods place for me. And if you've watched American Gods, you'll get the reference. But anyways, so um, no, it's not
1: demon pussy. No, she climbs on him and says, uh, and says that he can have it. And then she cuts her arm, and he starts drinking her blood.
0: Yeah. It's so gross. And it's, you know, very vampire like, you know, we've got the and Sam is just like, oh, nom 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 and she's You're like just so good. Nom 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 Yeah. It's very and weird. He, she, and she's like having just like motherly things while he's doing it. And that's yeah, also gross. So
1: and then weird.
0: I'm just like, so how does this work? Right. So does like the demon cock smoke infect the blood? Because it's not like the blood of a person, right? No, because or, like, she's a, because or,
1: that's a that's a dead body she's not that she's walking around in. She's
0: just yeah. This is we're a coma person, whatever. But so does a cock smoke just get into the blood of the coma person? I don't know. I That's my so question bleed. too.
1: That's my question. I don't know. I don't know. It's not I don't well explained. Not well explained at all.
0: Nope. So. No. So.
1: Uh, while we're, while, while we're to all processing <laughs> that, yeah, While we're processing this scene, um, we have Alistair still taunting Dean. And Dean has a knife and he's dipped it in the holy water and he's got salt on it. And he decides to go stab Alistair. And Alistair is like tells Dean, hey, there's no going back, you know, um, while Dean's like twisting this knife. But as this is going on, they show us that a something's happened with the plumbing around this room. It's got some faulty fucking plumbing, apparently, or there's some magic amiss because a leak occurs and is dripping perfectly onto the edge of the devil's trap.
0: Oops. That's convenient.
1: That's convenient.
0: Yep. And so uh, we're going to go to another room. Yeah. We're, we're going to cut to another location. So well, I guess they're cutting back to, to I guess Castillo, they're kind the, of the, the room way. outside. Yeah, I guess maybe they are kind of bumping this like Cass D. Like it was like Dean Cass Sam, and then we went to Dean, and now we're back to Cass. Yeah. So I guess they are kind of going in a circle. But so now we're back in Cass's room, and the lights go out.
1: Yeah, and who shows up? It's Anna. She's back in her old human body because apparently she pulled some favors to save her body. Which is yeah,
0: they made they're just like, how do we cover this up? Because we would like this actress to come back as Anna. Well, fuck. Okay, I guess we can make up that. She was sentimental and wanted her old form. So somehow this worked. Okay, whatever. All right. Accepting that and moving on. Sure. All right. <laughs> and you can hear while they're talking, you can hear
1: um, Alistair's yells in the background, which is a little dark. Yeah. Um, yep. And um, they're basically, Cassiola says, look, there's still orders to kill you. And, but, uh, and Uriel's gone getting, receiving revelation. That's pretty much this conversation.
0: And she also, I guess, okay, we cut back to, there's another cut back to Dean. I don't know, just like Alistair laughing, taunting, blood, whatever. And then we cut back to Anna, who starts making some really good points.
1: Like, why are you letting Dean do this? And Cassiel's like, oh, it's God's work. She's like, "Mm, torture is God's work? Ah, that doesn't sound right. That doesn't sound right. You're you're ruining your best weapon by making him do this. You're going to fucking break Dean, basically.
0: Yeah, no, you're gonna break him. You you are literally going to break the weapon you have. But also, it's this is a lot of like anytime you see like a zealot religion or something where they're yeah. like, this is God's work. I'm like, are it is, is it?
1: Yeah. And it's like, what would okay. a loving righteous God order this.
0: But also the Judaic Christian, yeah, maybe. All <laughs> right, and so um, so they go back and forth. We get the kind of like this religious thing. And he is like, uh, she's like, you know, a father that he loves wouldn't ask him that it's not righteous. Yeah. And he, she's just like, what's your feeling? It's called doubt.
1: And he's mad about it. He does not like feeling doubt.
0: Or maybe he just doesn't like feeling feelings. Because remember, well, angels no, like they don't. Have don't. Feelings. Yeah, they've never really like, and I think we kind of go into this mythology here of like this supernatural mythology of yeah. how much emotions are these creatures allowed to have because and maybe it is just this doubt that starts bringing forth those emotions more yeah I don't, there's all the things that Anna was talking about that she didn't want to give up like all the feelings all the things that you had as a human but doubting God that's still an emotion right yeah so yeah maybe that starts sparking things inside them um uh. Yeah,
1: no, for sure. And it's an interesting point that she's making, I think, in an interesting conversation. It really shows a bit of her humanity that she acquired while living amongst us heathens. The humans. um, So Dean is pouring holy water down uh, on Alistair still as Anna continues to talk to Castiel into joining with her to fight wrongs. Castiel gets pissed at this point, though. He's like, no, you need to leave.
0: Well, I mean, if you think about it, because you just like, wait a minute, you're trying to get me to rebel. So if you have somebody who was in, say, a cult, yeah. um, and then somebody comes up to them and was like, what you're doing isn't wrong. The, the, you, the will, it's wrong. And they're like, wait, they told me you were going to do this. It's this exactly what they said. You're trying to make me rebel. I'll catch you on that. And then she's like, fuck, I can't argue with you. All right.
1: Yeah. So we get back to all stairs shit talking still lots of taunting but says starts to mention something about lilith at this point though and that gets gets the attention a little bit about um lilith and what her intent for dean is we get another quick cut back to sam because he is driving and looking very intense about it
0: he is so determined he has got the most determined i am driving very
1: serious very serious
0: good to go so, uh, anyways,
1: so Alistair's coughing up all this foamy blood. Oh, it's pretty gross. Yeah, because
0: Deed was pouring uh, salt down his throat as oh, one yeah, of yeah. torture things. With and it was, sometimes. which I said basically like he was making foie gras because it looked like the tube that you put down a goose's throat before you make or a duck's throat before you fatten up their liver, which is Demo- perfectly demon- fine. Demonic and delicious. foie gras. <laughs> it's demonic. demonic foie gras, and um, uh, but. In reality, that was actually sugar. So, he, but that's still a lot of shit to get poured down your throat. So, uh, the actor basically was like, "Yeah, that's why I was able to like cough and sputter so much because I had all the sugar that was poured down my throat." Yeah, gross, gross.
1: Yeah. So, um, and he's talking about. Um, I was, was talking while he's coughing all this stuff, this nasty foam up. He's talking about the first time. Dean grabbed his razor and sliced into a weeping bitch. So, talking about the first person that Dean tortured, um, and uh, anyway, so it, it he starts trying to allude to about Dean being a seal himself, because when a righteous man sheds blood in hell, when he breaks, the seal breaks. So now we've got kind of a big. Uh, uh, potential revelation and reveal in the story is that the first seal which is the domino effect for any of the other seals to be able to be broken apparently which is even more complicated but okay um was dean actually breaking for alistair
0: right and that it was supposed to be john that they were trying to get john to break the seal and john didn't do it and then he was taken away and Dean came back. And But Dean here's the question. Did
1: John know? And is this some other bullshit? John didn't tell the boys because that'd be
0: fucked up. But I guess we'll find it's out. It, out it seems like something he would do, right? It does. Totally. Like, oh, I, I like, didn't I tell you. I didn't tell you if you're on good. Nah. Oops, sorry. Like I went to heaven and forgot to give you this piece of information. Uh, yes. But I think like if the righteous, I don't know, because it would take longer to break the righteous ban if he knew. But anyway, so that's the first seal, which is, you know, in some some point there's no like i'm trying to avoid it and you'll see when we get into the angel discussion later today that mm. the reason I'm trying to avoid delving into apocalypse lore is because it's also a bunch of bullshit um that is not the first seal of the apocalypse according to the revelation according to john in the accepted canon for the bible that's not it right. however this is in the supernatural canon this was the first seal the first seal, and dean started the apocalypse oops oopsie daisy. <laughs> so
1: he yeah, obviously dean's like wait what and alistair's like no i'm not lying um but at this point alistair has also noticed the water drip that has uh, broken his devil's trap so dean is real upset and uh turns puts his back to alistair for way too long then turns around to kill him but too late because alistair's already freed himself from the trap and is going to beat the fuck out of dean basically what happens here he really beats the shit he out of
0: does him. he beats the shit out of him yeah. oh that's bad um but yeah so we, then he ends up picking him up by his throat mm-hmm. he's got him by his throat
1: oh that's not good mm-hmm. my kid he says that he'll see him back in class but then right then castiel comes in and stabs alistair in the back so but he doesn't kill him no uh, which is the weird or not one in the back, but he stabs him. So, but it's weird because it doesn't kill him. And he's like, mm, did he miss? Alistair's like, it looks like God is on my side today. And so Cass is like trying to spin this blade to kind of like using using his angel powers from a distance to try to like, I guess, kill Alistair, but it's not working. And Alistair just pulls it out.
0: Yep. So, I mean, this is the demon knife. It's supposed to kill all demons, but I guess he's just too powerful for it to work on. So they fight. And Dean's completely unconscious. Yeah, (laughs) Dean takes a nap, (laughs) and the angel and the demon fight. Um, And then Cass gets hung on a hook, and it's (sighs) that's not good. I don't like that. No, that would look painful.
1: No, I don't like that at all. Um, And um, but an interesting line here, which really seals that the angels or the angels that were dying were not killed by the demons which is the whole point of this whole fucking exercise was when alistair is like i wish i knew how to kill you i just know how to send you back to heaven so if Mm. alistair doesn't know how to doesn't know who's killing the angels and doesn't even know how to kill a fucking angel then it's probably not the fucking demons is what we're piecing together at this point
0: yeah. However, he does know an angel exorcism, and yes. which is exciting. So we find a new thing. So yeah. we're like, okay, so now we can have an angel exorcism. Cool. Mm-hmm.
1: So he starts the incantation and you see Castiel's eyes and mouth start glowing blue-white.
0: I just basically say he starts to glow through his holes. Get the whole
1: glow. <laughs> got, the, got the whole glow.
0: Got the whole glow. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so Sam walks in, though, right on time and does his Sam psychic fling.
0: Yep, and he starts hand-jabbing him. Yeah. And he's just hand-jabbing, hand-jabbing jabbing away, giving him a hand-job. Psychic hand-job. <laughs> give him a psychic, psychic hand-job. Hand
1: hand. You keep <laughs> saying jab,
0: but I'm saying jab. I, so so I, like, I, I know, I know. hand I know, I'm trying to get you to say psychic hand-job. They're like, nope, nope, psychic hand-job. All right. <gasps> so, <gasps> uh, the Alistair is like, dude, <laughs> Lilith isn't behind this. She wouldn't stop with Seven. She's like, like, she'd kill a hundred thousand. Yeah. Ugh, Billy is so strong.
1: <sighs> but um, so now is taunting Sam because that's what he does. And he's like, Yeah, send me back if you can, motherfucker. I mean, say motherfucker. Oh no,
0: no. The and then and then we get to this.
1: And Sam's like, Sam, I'm stronger than that. Now I can kill.
0: Ew. Sorry mr padalecki the delivery of this line it's terrible i know you didn't have a lot to work with but it's not great it's just not great now i can kill and castiel is
1: watching this and he looks very confused and concerned
0: (laughs) he's just like what like that is the best part of this is Collins' reaction his face like like he's just like Like, he looks
1: like what the fuck is happening (laughs) i got all times that's pretty much what it looks like um yeah, so yeah. yeah he uses um his psychic pow- powers to kill alistair against the wall yep.
0: and so like alistair is dead and very surprised like the, yeah. the, the he is st- shocked that he is st- dead st- his face when he dies is so great because it's just like the eyes are so wide like the, the mouth is open and he's just like i'm dead what? like what
1: <laughs> what yeah so
0: yeah so yeah that's, so he's surprised but cass is he is not abused no and we cut from this scene to
1: the hospital
0: because okay yeah, okay when oh. thing okay, before we go over there just, i just do want to mention that um one the killing the the special effects while they killed alistair was really great i liked yeah. the um Kind of like the skeleton, like going through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, apparently it was a lot bigger and they pulled it back, like in the edits, because they want to leave something, you know, in case they're successful and Lilith dies. We don't know if Lilith is going to die. This is, we, we're not there yet. But in case they're like, well, we want to leave the store open. Okay. So they pulled. Let's. But I still thought it was a really great like death scene. Beyond oh, the, that was the super surprised, I, it was to me. It was very uh, Josh Whedon Buffy type. You know that yeah, type of that. like that vampire look- dying. Like, like it was a special death. I guess. It's, yeah. All right. Nice, so, so now we're gonna be in a hospital. And, and Dean's, Dean's on a respirator. Oh, I don't look good. Mm-mm. At least it's pre-COVID. He can get a respirator. Good for you.
1: So Sam's sitting with him and Castell walks by. Sam is pissed though. He's like, uh, go miracle him back. Um, like you and Uriel couldn't, you know, keep a simple devil's trap together. And so this is all your fault. And Castell's like, I don't know why it broke. Sorry. that that shouldn't have been a breakable trap. And Sam's like, mm, no, it was all pointless. Um, Alistair was right, it was not, it's not demons killing the angels.
0: So I don't understand why say why Cass can't heal 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 He'll. deep. Like no matter what's going on. Like I it's just a... think it's a
1: can't. I think it's a won't because he's such a rule follower.
0: But what's the rule? Like there's him to intervene. in the head. i I don't
1: know like he that like and they've intervened a lot but i don't know if they're supposed to. i think there's probably a limitation on their intervention i don't know
0: i don't i don't know i think it's stupid i think you should poop dean on the head and heal him this is stupid all right so but we're gonna cut to uriel who's just orgasming on a bench somewhere
1: because he just received his revelation
0: yeah the the face on you no sorry sir no thank you i didn't need to see that
1: the powers don't want them to keep hunting. What's killing the angels now. Wait, what that's stupid.
0: Yeah. It also like, I like going into people and they're like, Oh, oh yeah. Oh, I just talked to the bosses. Um, Thursday is fine. Uh, we don't have to kill the demons anymore. Just in case you're wondering, we have to stop hunting them. That's what the bosses say. Okay. Like you got that right. You, you know, it was real. Cause I was having that orgasm face. Yeah. Cool. Oh, uh, and Cassiel does kind of start
1: like sharing a little bit of his doubts. He's like, like he's he's doing some critical thinking a little bit, not fully, but a little bit. He's like, maybe is our do you think our garrison's being punished? You know, for losing the war, and maybe it's not father giving our orders right now. But I don't, I just don't really get what's going on, kind of a thing. And Uriel is not happy any of That's pretty much.
0: He's this. like, no. He's like, I'm not going to wait to be gutted. I'm going to flap off. And he flaps off. And Cass is like, well, shit, I guess I need a redhead to save the day like you often do. Yeah, there you go.
1: So he's going to go talk to Anna again. And like he tells her that he's considering disobedience and (gasps) for the first time.
0: And also she's in a long coat now. And I don't know if I didn't notice it the other way, but I'm like, is that so you can flap off like why why does everyone like why do all you angels have to have long coats it don't make That's sense is it to cover their wings but they're hidden i don't know but she's in a long coat now and it's weird all right.
1: hmm. um and uh, she's she explains that just it's really like terrifying to choose your own path and um and and cassia you know it's a He calls her back in this whole thing because he wants to know what to do. And she's like, No, I can't really tell you what to do. You've got to think for yourself.
0: (gasps) No. Yeah. Because he's just looking for any
1: kind of instruction.
0: Yeah. Yep. But also, I mean, like for all of time, you have followed instructions and then all of a sudden you're like, Think for yourself. You're like, What? That's a lot of pressure. That's a lot. That's a lot of pressure. So he sees a water, the, a
1: water spigot at the water fountain. So he starts thinking about what happened.
0: Okay. So that, this is where I have, what the fuck is that called? You stupid COVID brain. Um, water so spigot. The, the thing that turns like on your <laughs> faucet is that that's where the water comes that out. of. What's the, the, the knobby thing? Like that has a name, doesn't it? Like, I swear that has a name and like just COVID ate oh, it. I think COVID ate the name for whatever that thing is. It goes on the wall and it's just the gone. twisty the twisty part that makes the valve i don't know is it a valve i don't know I mean, it like opens there's one a valve. right where my houses like
1: it opens the
0: valve I'm, I'm like i started getting very concerned i'm like why can't I remember what this was called yeah i've got <laughs> spigot valve
1: and faucet that's what i got spigot valve and faucet i don't know uh yeah but he's obviously but so castiel decides to go and investigate how the devil's trap was broken by this water drippage because he was certain that this shitty ass old warehouse had perfect plumbing when they decided right
0: perfect. i mean clearly this this warehouse has been abandoned clearly for a very long time and still has oh. water attached right um nothing is gonna leak ever no, like of course not in my like house that is probably what like, like five years old nothing ever leaks here never
1: no no Nonsense. no no
0: i uh, i can clearly turn on both the hot and the cold water or turn on that weird thing that i don't know the name of outside that water spitting everywhere whatever the thing is spits water um anyhow so Cass is just like wait a minute shit's fucked i'm gonna call uriel and he's mm-hmm. like uriel isn't this weird
1: hmm he's like mm, no Alster was just stronger than we thought that's all sorry don't think about it anymore and Casio's like eh, I don't really know let's let's talk about this I need the truth and Uriel drops the truth which is a fucking knife in his sleeve that's the truth so, mm-hmm.
0: so we've got an angel blade oh mm-hmm. no and we find out it was him
1: the truth my is the only bitch! thing that can kill an angel is another angel and my note says oh shit oh shit
0: so. And basically, he also just wanted Dean to die. He just yeah. figured that he would be taken out and his problem would be solved.
1: Well, and he didn't even want to take Alistair alive. He thought he thought that was inconvenient. And then he was like, well, it'll work itself out because Alistair will kill Dean. that will be fine. So uh, Uriel wants to convert all the angels in his garrison against God and against humanity. So he wants them all to joined together to help raise their brother Lucifer. Oops. Oops! Yeah, that, this 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 is not not the plan that Castiel signed up for.
0: No, no, I think it's probably the opposite. And he is like, yeah, Lucifer. He was so strong and beautiful. He didn't bow to humans. Mm-hmm. He was defending us. Oops!
1: Yeah, and Castiel's like, Lucifer is not God. And you're always like, uh, God isn't God anymore. It doesn't care what we do. I have proof of that.
0: And, well, and that's said, actually but he's actually he's not wrong right he's right. just like look like where is god why is god not stopping me i'm doing some real shitty things and, and, and no, it's, one's, it's no fine. one's stopping me yeah and i he was like
1: what are you gonna do kill the whole garrison and here he else is only the ones that say no
0: hmm. mm-hmm.
1: don't fight me help me spread the word and bring the apocalypse that doesn't sound fun
0: no no it doesn't and just basically like anytime anybody is shouting help me bring on the apocalypse the answer is no thank probably, you probably probably shouldn't be like talking to them that's probably not. Probably, probably not so we and, get angel fight yeah and so and, and he's just like all you have to do is be unafraid and we get this badass Castiel. He is like yeah for the first time in a long time I am. And then he just like punches Uriel like right through a wall. They're like, fight, fight, fight. So, however, I think it's time that we talk about fucking Uriel and why I hate shit about angels. Is Is this lore? This is lore, but also just Liz is ranting about fucking angels. And so I told Diana when I was like, look, When I watched this episode, I was in a place. When I finished up research, I was in a place. This is very, I had a very angry episode. And part of it is this shit about angels. Do you know how hard it is to find actual historical things outside of a library? Which I have not had the privilege of leaving my house to go to a library because the world is still on fire. And so I am limited to the databases and things that I can, I can access. But in general, if you start looking up shit about angels, you're going to get this hippy dippy crap of all these people who want to be touched by a goddamn angel. And they're just like, I wanted like have beings of light and this is how you talk to them. But that's not where angels come from. And it fucking frustrates me. So the angels are warriors.
1: They weren't nice that was
0: the whole thing they weren't nice but also not besides not being real um one of the reasons that this is really hard is that angels weren't even really in the bible right and so in the canonical bible which is what is accepted as christian dogma right and the problem with this, too, is that there are so many different versions of the Bible yep. with the accepted books that go into them. Right. So we have this whole other thing that I'll get into in a minute. But um, so in the technical Bible that is recognized, like the King James Version, really like angels aren't really in there. They're like kind of superfluous. Um, and we don't really talk about, like, there's well, there's some things that go in there, but if you really look through it, you're not going to see this, right? So we're not going to get that history of it. And really, within, like, the Judaic mythology, they were even really a thing historically until those tribes started hanging out with the Zoroastrians. So while while the Hebrews were exiled into the desert, they met up with the Zoroastrians, is apparently how this goes. Uh, so we have talked about Zoro- Zoroaster before, you know, being, like, one of those... Uh, great mythical people started religions people followed them so he believed he was assisted and taught by the immortal holy woods who were six arch archangels and he was also he talked to a lot of other angels like figured out there was a duality and had there was a lord of darkness blah 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 blah, blah. so a lot of these things end up being adopted by other religions including judaism and then therefore christianity following afterwards uh so they just kind of get shoved into different books. So like they're in some books and they're not in other books and the Christian church didn't acknowledge they actually existed until the first you can medical council in 325 uh, AD. So like for like the first 325 years of Christianity, like they don't even say angels are a thing. Right. Um, And then at that point they're like, yeah, all right. Angels are cool. Uh, Christians can ask them them to get into heaven. And then the council met again 20 years later and they're like, um, Yeah, that kind of seems like worshiping idols. So let's take that back. So then they take shit back from them. Then like in 787 AD, the seventh Ecumenical Synod happens. And then they're just like, you know what? Now we can say angels are intermediaries. They can intercede between God and man. And we're going to have the celestial order. And that's where we're going to get things like there's like three orders of angels. You'll have seraphim, cherub, and thrones, blah, blah, blah. Archangels, angels, all that other shit. So like there's all this shit that's been happening for the past 1500 years about angels in different books that don't like people are just like kind of randomly picking like what part of this lore they want to go through and then of course you have the fucking hippies that are just like messing everything up because they do and oh, yeah, so duh.
1: That's what they do. So
0: that's how we get to kind of where we are today. Uh, so, but to, to Uriel specifically, um, and there's a lot of different names for Uriel. Uh, sometimes it's Ariel. Sometimes there's there's all these different shit that can go be called like the same angel, and depending on what beliefs you want to run with, right, or so whatever is fitting the thing that you're trying to do. Sometimes uh, it's a fem- uh, Uriel is a feminine angel. Sometimes it's masculine. So sometimes the she's, mm. sometimes the he um and unlike so there are some angels that are mentioned in the canon of of christianity so like michael gabriel raphael those are all in there but uriel's not um okay. so you're actually not going to find the name uriel anywhere in the bible but he's still a very popular angel um yeah. he's a big player in the book of enoch which is one of the apocrypha which are these the some of the books that were left out of canon right mm-hmm. and so you have to think about as the canon and just the general scriptures in general for any type of religion are being made, they're being made on their time, right? And so um, the documentation of what happened in the times of the person of, of Jesus Christ and etc., there's like story after story, and then basically somebody went through and said, these things are cool, these things are not. So, one of the books that is, was very popular was the Book of Enoch. However, that was decided that it would not be included into the main canon of the Bible. Okay. Within the book of Enoch, this is like where we get a lot of shit about angels. A lot of that is coming from there. And Uriel in this book is Enoch's guide, and he basically takes him on this tour through heaven. And that's how we kind of like learn about what angels are and what they're doing. Got and there. so the, these next things are coming from different sources because like I said, is a fucking mess. So one, um, he is sometimes called the holy angel who watches over humanities. So he's in charge of thunder and earthquakes. So that's according to some people, he does that. Uh, mm. This is not debated. Um, well, kind of. Really, the name Ural itself means God is my light or fire of God. And if you look at those two things, those are two very different ideas. God is yeah. my light fire of god huh. i'm gonna i mean know, you this- get a little
1: light from fire i mean but still yeah that doesn't sound yeah
0: um the
1: tone is quite different the,
0: to- the tone is quite different and like i said there's different versions of the name for this angel uh so depending on which name you use and there could be different things however the idea is uh basically uriel taught the torah to moses and that is uh where the fire of god comes from uh there's another apocryphal book called estras and in that um he rebuked and shamed the prophet for assuming too much about the ways of god so i think that kind of plays into this character a bit just kind of like oh you know like i know what's better like you can't like because you doubted this i'm gonna set you on fire whatever because i'm the flame of god um okay and the Sibling Oracles, he's mentioned as the angel who looks after the keys to hell and is waiting to open the gates on Judgment Day. So I think that would kind of go into the storyline a bit, you know, like that he's really it wants to bring on the apocalypse. Uh, Frances Barrett, who was the author of The Magus, uh, she wrote that Uriel brought the gift of alchemy to mankind. This is actually a pretty interesting notion. Yeah. So. Basically, there is within Enoch in someday we'll go down to the world of Enoch. Um, the idea is, is that the angels are these watchers. They come down and they, they get enticed by women and they want to fuck them. They start fucking the women and telling them all their secrets about war- warfare and other things, including alchemy. So that the angels are the ones who give the how do you turn rocks into gold or whatever you want to do with right. that movie, which is all about making money uh, mm-hmm. so in the writings of john d who is known as queen elizabeth the first conjurer which is how where we get in nokian language from and this will be a very other episode that'll happen <laughs> probably in the next few weeks it's sitting there it's just a, it's a big it's a big story and i'm just i'm holding it holding it to my heart yeah, tight. so I can later tell you you just wait you'll hear about John D and it's going to be amazing uh, but anyway so John D is like yeah Uriel tells me all the shit so All these other like people who are interested in alchemy and magician at the time really get into Uriel because John D says he heard from them. So now he becomes more popular. Right. He's also said to be the one who is responsible for giving man the Kabbalah. So in the Judaic magician mythology, then we also have him being a very big, important role there. All right. And so. The last thing is like, we're still gonna get the new age hippie shit. Like, as Archangel of the Earth, Uriel is at his peak in spring and summer. He is the angel in charge of the month of September. He is responsible for the ripening of the crops and for looking after all of nature. His direction is north. Uriel's personal season is winter. I fucking hate that shit. Like, every time I see that, like, on any of like these like at- horoscope shit. It is. It's all fucking horoscope shit. And it's just like, oh, do you want to have change? Then you should invoke the angel Uriel. Uriel is great in transformation. He He's in winter. He's not in autumn. He tried the purples. It's not look good on his skin. He is a winter. He needs to go with dark blues and jewel colors. You know, and at that um, point, like, I'm fucking done. I hate angels. The end. That's the end of lore. Fuck you, <laughs> angels. <instance>. Ah! <laughs> and that was fuck you, angels. Yep.
1: Speaking of angels, I'm watching Angel right now. Yeah. Sorry, change of Sorry, subject. I, I thought didn't... I'd share. Yeah. So, anyways, I'm still in season one, but either
0: way, I watched <clears throat> several episodes yeah. this weekend. Pa- no, I taunted you again, and no. like until you get to certain characters, you have not watched Angel. If not, oh. and you've got, I honestly Babe, think you could skip the first season. Babe skip. saw
1: it on the <laughs> Babe saw it on the on the guide on Hulu, and he goes, "Hey, it's that guy from Bones." I'm like Babe. <laughs> yes, but
0: also it's really weird if you like jump between David Boreanis in Angel, we'll go Buffy, Angel, Bones, SEAL team and whatever his new is it's oh, not yeah, seal
1: team is six. A, it seal? No, it's something like seals it's or seal something, seals, know, yeah.
0: whatever. He's aged well. <laughs> David, oh yeah. David Boreanis is you're a good looking man. Yes, but is. like watching him as like young, like very emo, like new wavy angel yeah. to just mm-hmm. like well, I am, you know, army man or navy yeah. man, whatever. But yeah, okay. Mil- Mil- all right. Time. So, all right. Cassiel so, and Uriel are debating, fighting and he's just like, he's just like Cassiel's like, I serve God, and then Uriel's like, you haven't even met the man, and I'm like, whoa, motherfucker,
1: brutal, brutal. Um, and um, and yeah, and they're sort fighting, and Cassiel's like, you can't win, but either way, so they're
0: fighting, they're fighting, but then who shows up? Anna. Yep, and she's gonna say before before we get to how much of a badass it is uh the other dark thing he said was like there is no will no wrath no, no god uh, yeah that is fucked up if you think about like this is this angel who we just went through some of the shit where he's supposed, he's supposed to, to be the to fucking light of to.
1: god and he just said there's no god
0: there's no god what the fuck is happening right so That's which one hell of a loss like, of faith yeah. So we have an archangel who's basically saying, I don't believe in God anymore. I'm just going to serve my own purposes. Yeah. That's pretty fucking heavy until mm-hmm. you get stabbed in the neck by Anna. Stab- mm-hmm. mm. And she's, she's all badass. Do you want to say your line?
1: Maybe not, but they're still me.
0: Oh, damn. Such Bad a good itch. line. Yeah, It's just like, they're and, still me. I would someday like I don't know. I just, that that closing line is just like,
1: oh. Having a good closing line is always a, feel, a good feeling. I don't care. What she you
0: got the last word in, bitch. Like, mm-hmm. she's like, mm, my God, there's me. Mm. Stab you in the neck. Mm. And I'm just impressed that she thought of
1: it then instead of like, not like six hours later. When she's I trying would, to like, go to 20, bed yeah. and she's all stressed like, out. Thing, she's like,
0: God damn it. it. That's what I should have said. <laughs> but, nor, like, funny. I probably would have been like, but they're still Nike. And I was like, what? <laughs> Why are you? so uh, anyway we, get, so she we get, saw, so she, light. get a light show and i was and then i said it looks like an emp maybe that's what happened to your garage doors
1: <laughs> so as, as a quick tidbit on it is the both all of the programming on both two separate unit garage doors two separate things completely all the programming went dead on at the same time and they wouldn't hold programs anymore i'm like it was a fucking emp <laughs> and so i was like no. Yeah. Yeah, probably not probably not yeah, my or backyard maybe it was an Dallas angel shopper. maybe it was it a maybe fucking somebody
0: angel. somebody like stabbed dead. an angel in the neck and that's why you couldn't open your garage door
1: sure sure anyway so sure. we get um his light glowing out of uriel's mouth and eyes and he's on the ground and he leaves the a big sil burned silhouette of wings on the floor as yes, he did
0: see like the beginning your wings but at least you notice in this time yeah <laughs> Um, so maybe uh, this this could potentially be a trope.
1: Yes, apparently.
0: Maybe. Apparently. We may see this again.
1: I'm gonna guess so, since they made a big deal about it.
0: Maybe. So we. I, also, I my- honestly, I really do love this effect. Like, I think not wings beautiful. on the ground. No, yeah, it's really like it's a really good ground.
1: visual. I just I guess I was so focused on everything else that I missed it in the first. scene. Yeah, but. Uh, Dean is now off a ventilator. He just has the oxygen to his nose. And so, um, and Castiel is with him and asks if Dean's, uh, all right. And Dean's like, no, thanks to you. And Castiel's like, you need to be be more careful in a
0: hospital bed. I'm like, look at me. Like, am I okay? And no. Jesse was like, you, you need to be
1: more careful. Like, what the you fuck? You didn't boot me on need to the be forehead. More
0: like, you can just go like this. You can boot me. I'm, you I'm can boot me better. Booting myself on the forehead. I know you buddy. are. Boot me.
1: Boop me better.
0: Boot me hard, baby. Boot me.
1: Boot me so hard. Um, and Dean's like, uh, no, you need to learn to manage a fucking devil's trap. I obviously didn't say fucking, but that's basically. And I think that uh, was also
0: in his mind. It's like, what the fuck? Like, you can't even have yeah. a devil's trap. You fucking- <laughs> and this and this,
1: I wrote a lot of the notes down on the quotes of this. I don't fucking go back and forth, but basically, Castiel's like, "No, that's not what I mean. Uriel's dead. It's all, there's, I'm, there's, I'm being disobedient. Um, he was working against us." And Dean's mm-hmm. like, "Is it true? Did I break the first seal and start all this?" And Castiel tells him, "Yeah, we laid siege. To, we laid siege to Hell when we realized what was happening, but it was too late." Um, and that's that is what it
0: is, but it's not your fault. It's fate. So it's I fate. also think this is. I kind of want to see this. Like I think this is a very interesting thing that's alluded to, and we don't see. Right? Is angels laid siege to hell to,
1: hell, to try to prevent Dean from to breaking try the first and seal?
0: Save Dean
1: before like, he broke. What?
0: Like what? that's pretty awesome. And like yeah. so. And so that means we said, well, like, we got to you and it was too late. But so they still like ripped him from where he was doing torture. And I think this is the greatest like visual, mm-hmm. like picture they yeah. painted. But I wanted to see it for real. Awesome. Well, no, no, that would, be be a, would have
1: been a great thing to see for sure when they're telling the story. I would like that yeah. too. But Cassie, you know, like he said, he said it's fate. He's like, look, the righteous man who, break, who begins this is the only one who can finish it. You have to stop it. So he has to stop the fucking apocalypse. And and Dean's like, what the fuck? how How do I do that? What does that mean? And (laughs) and Cassie's like, I don't know. I I just know it. I just know you have to do it, which is a terrible
0: response. You go fuck yourself, man. You can't tell me like you. And Dean's not even mad, but there's there's no instruction book. No, just do it. Just do it. So you'll figure it out. Accidentally fucked your way into this. (laughs) (laughs) unfuck
1: it accidentally too. You've got to unfuck
0: it somehow. Um, yeah okay and then we get
1: <sighs> defeated Sad dean. dean.
0: i don't like sad dean you
1: would think that he'd be mad by this response and i think a lot of times we've seen dean get mad to responses like this but he's not mad this time he's sad and he is crying and tells castiel i can't do it it's too big and i'm not strong enough you need to find someone else it's not me
0: And that's how they end with a single man tear. So did Dean
1: get broken again? Like he was broken in hell. And then now he's broken by his own fate. Is that, I mean, like that's how it comes across, right? Like in a different way, but it's a different kind of breaking. He was just breaking. They pushed him to his breaking point.
0: Well, I think it's also this is you know as as everybody has. I was saying as a person who has you experience you know insecurity. If you haven't, you're a fucking psychopath and you're probably a serial killer. Uh, So I mean, the uh, this is really pulling in on some human emotion of I have this task; it's been put for me someone believes i can do it but i don't it.
1: think i can do it
0: yeah yeah and i think you know any you know this is imposter syndrome at its finest yeah. um to p- parlay that into modern terms but but it also is a lot to ask of one person like for sure to stop the apocalypse yay but you're the only one that could do it good luck you're to you you're no, the only one figure it out motherfucker. and we're not gonna you tell this. you how yeah. you weren't sure that you started it you just learned this but now you just need to stop it. Cool. Yeah, cool. Yeah. All right. You yeah, fine? No, baby. All, right. All right. We're gonna go over it like yep. Yeah. And uh, your brother, your brother is doing some weird shit.
1: Your brother is um, drinking demon blood, and and killing people with his brain. Yeah,
0: and I think there. And I, you know, I alluded to this in the last episode, but I think Sam's drink. Like, I get, and honestly, I know where it's going. I know where the season goes, and know where the series goes, but the incongruity of sam developing these demon powers i'm not sure i like how that's being played against the arc of dean not thinking he's strong enough like i almost would rather have i want sam to be there supporting dean i don't want sam to be he's not strong enough and basically piling on to this
1: yeah well and i think that it's an interesting though kind of a switch in some ways because We go back to the earlier in the series, you know, obviously we're only in season four, but like it was the perception was when, you know, when Sam started going out, going out with Dean again, that Sam was the weaker of the two. And uh, um, when it came to like g- general fighting, not that Sam couldn't, but that Dean was the stronger yeah. one. That Dean would always be able to handle things emotionally, where Sam would get more emotionally impacted by things. So it's kind of a switch, and that's interesting. But I don't. I get what you're saying. And I don't necessarily like it either. But it is kind of a little bit of a transition from one to the other.
0: Yeah, and I, I guess it's also a typical. I mean, older sibling, younger sibling thing, too, Um, where and you're the older sibling and I'm the younger sibling. So I think that's kind of funny because we both have like different perspectives on this. Mm -hmm. Um, But that you can really see this this kind of switch in the roles that they're playing within their familiar relationship, even though there isn't like a dad there. But like Sam is trying to become the bigger brother to basically make up for the fact that his big brother can't handle it but is also overcompensating because he's a little brother and he should just learn his place. No,
1: but well, but also he, he also had to do it on his own for a while because for four months in on earth time,
0: he was operating under the
1: impression that Dean was dead. And so he started operating under that premise, which is, I mean, all you could be expected to do, but
0: yeah, so, Yep, so we're only at episode 16 of a season. We go to 22. So we've got much time to the climax of this. Mm. Five more episodes. (laughs) Anything else to say on this? I think casting is going to be the same because it was, these are all known players unless you have anything
1: I was all known players. I think it was um, an interesting and emotional episode though. It was definitely like not the sunshiny thing. I was <laughs> would have like been like, Oh, it's beautiful sunshine outside. I'm going to go lay in the pool in a little bit, but let me watch this really fucking dark, depressing episode. first. <laughs> but it was good. Don't get me wrong. I think, think it's important to the story arc. Obviously it was just a funny contrast.
0: I will say, I think you'll like next week's episode, mm-hmm. although it will be, Probably scare you. God damn it. But you'll like it. Okay.
1: I'll be scared. I'm really getting obsessed
0: with my wine teeth right now. So, um, (laughs) this is a problem you record on Zoom. All I can focus on is like my wine lip and my wine teeth. So, there should be a filter for this so I can't see this.
1: (sighs) All right. Well, Uh, cheers, (laughs) cheers, bitch.
0: Devil's Trap Podcast is part of the Ship It Studios Podcast Network. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Devil's Trap Podcast. Be sure to follow us on Instagram, Devil's
1: Trap Podcast, Twitter, Devil's Trap Pod, or you can email us Trap devilstrap at Podcast.com.
0: Don't forget to subscribe, leave reviews, and share it with all your friends. We're available at all your major podcast listening devices, or so you can always find us at devilstrappodcast.com. Thanks! devil's trap podcast is a don't be a dick production meow intro music arrangement and performance by dave cox piano arrangement and performance by bobby Orozco. meow